Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh my. It's been a long day at work, guys. <sighs> I apologize if I'm a little bit of a space cadet. <clears throat> One of the first times I don't really have a plan for uh, what to talk about today. I guess I'll just get started and see where I end up. Um, in network news, uh, the Girls on Girls podcast is, has been featured on the new and noteworthy list for all of podcasts, uh, by iTunes, which is great. That is two podcasts on our network on that list in two weeks. So that's pretty incredible. Um... Both Yesman was on last week and Girls and Girls is on this week. And both of them saw massive uh, download increases. Pardon me, pardon me, from go, going from a, almost 200 downloads to over 4,000 in a period of a couple days. So, it's great. It's great. Um, it could possibly mean that our network is drawing some attention by someone who has control over that at iTunes. So, that could be very good news. I mean, granted, nothing we can confirm. iTunes is very mysterious about that. So, we don't know. We'll see if the podcast we launch next week has similar luck. Uh, That's right, we are launching yet another podcast next week. Uh, If you're fans of the popular Outcast podcast, you will know who is a... Excuse me again. You will know this person very well. Um, They do not have a podcast on their network yet, so that rules out Chris Rao. So yeah, this Monday, you can look forward to a new podcast. Which, the, uh, the cover art for the podcast... I absolutely love, but it is only temporary, so you guys will get to see that on Monday. Oh, God, I gotta get all these yawns out of my system right now. Fucking A. This is gonna make me sound kind of paranoid, but I'm pretty sure that... The tech guy at work blocked YouTube on my computer for some reason. And I don't fucking know why. Because the dipshit blocked all of Google for me yesterday. And he had to get in on my computer to, air quotes, fix the problem. And, uh... I'm getting a similar error to... Our company is not run well, and a while back they blocked Facebook, and while that's a completely reasonable thing, they didn't tell us not to use Facebook. Um, The way our jobs work, there is a lot of downtime some days, 
and where you're simply waiting for a client to call in and want something done and here's what I wouldn't have been bothered if they said don't use Facebook it's company time uh, sure yeah alright I'm not going to use Facebook That you told me not to but that's not how they work they're super they're super I don't know why what the fucking logic is behind this but they just blocked it so obviously I used a proxy to still access it because no one ever told us not to use it they just blocked it we're fucking adults here be like hey no more Facebook at work and I'll be like yes okay awesome that's a rule I will follow it but you can't punish people for not for breaking a rule you haven't set up. The event, Facebook was eventually brought back because, lo and behold, we need access to Facebook to check a lot of uh, links for our clients. Who fucking knew? Obviously not the people in charge. A similar thing happened with Netflix earlier this year. Um, granted, I know when I, back when I was in my supernatural binging days, I had a, I would watch a lot of Supernatural on the clock. Um, I had it in a little window, and I'd get my work done. It wasn't an issue. But uh, I had, excuse me again. I had re, I had fallen out of that, and I wasn't watching Netflix at all anymore. But some other people were, and we got an email that said. Hey guys, could you please not watch Netflix in HD quality? It's slowing down the internet. And sure, that sounds pretty reasonable. They didn't say not to do it. The Later that same day, Netflix was blocked by the server. And this is my fucking, this is the fucking thing. Like, it is completely reasonable for them to be like, don't watch Netflix at work. That is completely reasonable. But that isn't what they said. They said, don't watch it in high quality, but you can still watch it. And then they block it. What the fuck is the logic there? You're punishing people for rule, for breaking rules that don't exist. I will follow rules. I'm a, like, I'm not, I need my job. I'm not going to break rules. Set them. Don't fucking passive-aggressively request something and then use the the power of the internet, tech guy, to block the... Uh, and he didn't do it well. He just blocked Netflix.com, not www.netflix.com or http colon slash slash www.netflix.com it was really easy to get back into Netflix and I I started watching shows again just despite them for being dickheads it's like say I have a, like a mint condition generation one transformer action figure that I don't want my daughter to play with, my three-year-old daughter. And I find her playing with it, and instead of saying, Morgan, don't play with that, that's very special to me, I just take it from her and put it back up on the shelf. 
I haven't told her not to play with it. I haven't I haven't explained why she shouldn't play with it. I just put it back up. And then you know what she's going to do as soon as I leave the room? Pick it up and start playing with it again because I gave her no incentive not to. This is the same thing. They're giving they're just like Okay, could you please not do that as much? Sure, but you're not saying we can't do it? Yeah, go ahead, do it, but just not as much. Okay, and then they block it. And it's like, you know I'm going to find a way to get around this, right? And they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, they don't, they also don't actively tell people they've blocked these sites. They just kind of naively... Or, or faux naively, like, oh, I don't know what's wrong. The site must be down. They're just lying. Like, it's fucking bullshit is what it is. They have every right to say, don't use Facebook. Don't get on Netflix. Don't, like, they have every fucking right. But they don't do that. And if they were to treat me like a motherfucking adult and just be like, hey, could you not do that? I'd be like, Yes, because you are an adult, and I am an adult, and we both respect each other. But that is not what is going on. Fucking people, man. Tell you what. Bullshit is what it is. I'm not saying what they're doing is wrong. They're just going about it in a jackass... Jackassery... I can't even use words. Being jackasses. Fucking A. Pick the fucking week of E3 that I can't watch all my video game trailers. Son of a bitch. Anyway. Father's Day this weekend. Payday today. I'm in a situation where I've paid all the bills I need to for the next two weeks, and I've got more money than I'm used to having in the bank account, and it's not like I got paid more or anything, so my wife and I are desperately trying to figure out which bill I forgot to pay before we go and fucking spend money on, like, something we need, we're just kind of like, uh, mm. <laughs> uh. but if we do determine that we actually do have that much money, we may actually get, like, decent groceries and maybe go out to eat on Father's Day, that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, Father's Day, it's so weird. I don't want anything. It's kind of a bullshit holiday. Like, you appreciate it when it's for your father. But, like, I don't know. I don't want to make demands. <laughs> I, like, if anything, I, I mean, I'm going to make it cheat day for the diet, so I'm going to fucking pig out anyway. Um, I'll probably just ask for enough time to smoke a cigar and have a glass of gin and tonic for Father's Day. Yeah, probably. Like, maybe, or maybe go out to the uh, Seals Grove Brewing Company. It's a local brew pub. I've talked about enjoying, like, g 
good beer and being snooty about things. That has potential. I mean, that way it's not only for me, too, because, I mean, Aislinn loves the food there. Um, Morgan did all right there the first time she was there, last time we were there. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, I don't want, like, presents or anything. Normally, we'd visit my parents, but they're going to be in Germany, so... Can't do that. Ugh. I mean, getting, like... Premonitions isn't the right word. It's, like, delusional paranoia is the right word. The other day, I'm getting ready for bed, and... No, no, I'm up early. So the sun's out. I'm getting dressed, and I'm looking out my bedroom window, and I can see my daughter's bedroom window. Can't see into it. But, like... Out of nowhere. Out of fucking nowhere. Just the image of my daughter somehow opening not only the ancient windows that were put in the house like in the fucking 1800s but the storm windows that have also been added and just falling out of a second story window my brain just does that for me thank you very much I don't know why so now I'm just sitting there staring at the window imagining my daughter plummeting to her doom and making myself fucking sick about it they're like the likelihood that she could even open those windows, let alone fall out of them, is astronomical, astronomically unlikely, and yet, ugh. And what brought that up was, I imagine my parents, you know, they're, they're flying a lot lately, or to go to Germany and traveling, and of course my brain's like, you know what, your parents could die. Your parents could die when, during their trip. I'd be like, thanks, brain. Thanks a lot. You fucking ass. And then, of course, it's not just that, because that's obviously very sad, but it's like, well, you know, parents die, you're fucked. They're the only people who watch your daughter. The only reason you have a house is because the charity of your dad and, like, basically letting you live for free out of the rental property. It's like, brain, I don't need this right now. I'm trying to get into my car and record a podcast. I have no, literally no reason to be bummed out. Why are you doing this to me? I don't know where it came from. I mean, my mom's always a worrier. Always been a worrier. I don't know if I've talked about this on here. And I mean, I've definitely picked that up from her. Hell, if Aislinn doesn't answer a text message in under an hour, I'm positive she's dead. And then I'm going over, well, did whatever kill her kill Morgan too? Will Morgan will Morgan be able to survive until I get home from work? Will Morgan somehow find a way to kill herself while I'm gone and no one's there with her? These are the fucking things my brain does. Just for, you know, no reason at all. It's a fucking asshole of a brain. 
And I know my mom's the same way. And I had a revelation last year as to why. She's very protective. She's overprotective, to be honest, but... I always used to make fun of her for it. I don't anymore. Not since I kind of realized that... Mom's been through a lot. As I got older and I've learned more about my parents, I found that my mom has had... It was either three or six. It was divisible by three. Not nine. Not higher than six. Uh, miscarriages. And... She also had a baby. Um, there was a brother in, in time between me and my younger brother, Isaac. His name was Zach, and he was very sick. And so, like, he didn't live that long. Had a bunch of genetic defects. So, like, my mom not only lost a bunch of pregnancies, she literally lost an infant. And I mean, now that I'm a parent, I mean, that's understandable even people who don't have kids. But people who have kids, that's enough to make anybody overprotective. And like, so therefore she would worry about us a little too intensely. And I kind of rubbed off on me a little. Excuse me. I know that it's I know that it's uh, insane the the thoughts I get the worries I have but I still can't stop myself from having them tell you what being a parent man fucking crazy everything you do everything you do affects your child even the most minute things like just fucking mannerisms you have if you're cranky and have, like, a cranky tone of voice, you can make them sad, like... And, I mean, there isn't anybody who can't link at least one part of them back to something that their parents fucked up, you know? Like, I'm neurotic because my mom was an over-worrier. Um, I have a lot of self-worth issues because of... A lot of conservative, conservative jargon that was spewed around my house and that I don't fit those things. Just, and I mean, none of this was intentional. They're just fucking people, you know? I mean, I was starting to realize this before I had my daughter that, you know, my parents are just people and oh shit, people make mistakes. But, I mean, now that I've got a kid, I'm dad, you know? I don't know shit. I don't know shit about fuck. And, I mean, yeah, it's kind of scary to think about it. Such a, people just have kids like they're fucking pets or goddamn trading cards sometimes and you put so like some people just don't respect what you're doing when you've got a kid you're fucking raising someone who's going to be an adult and they're going to be an adult a lot longer than they're going to be a kid 
Well, you want them to have fun. You don't want them to end up being a fucking asshole. Or screwed up because, you know... I don't know. You didn't clear your search history on fucking Google. You know? Like... Not that I think seeing some vaginas would scar anybody. But whatever. (laughs) Not that I search vaginas and Google that often. I already know what side I'm going to. And it's just... It's tough, man. I mean, fucking... Morgan already says, damn it. And I... But she like... Because I'm not positive what, where she picked it up. I probably me playing a video game. Um... But whenever she says it, I say, oh, poop. Oh, poop. And she likes saying, oh, poop better. So, but I'm 99% sure that sometimes she just goes, damn it. And I'm like, fuck, you're three. You know, I don't care that you use those words. I want you to know the what you're using. Like, I don't care if she swears. She can be a little fucking sailor all she wants, because I know her mom and I are. But... I don't want her just parroting those words without, you know, having meaning to them. She's got to know what she's saying before she can say whatever she wants, in my opinion. And I'm not going to be like, don't say that word, don't say that word! Because that's just going to fucking trigger, like, oh man, mom and dad don't want me to do this. I'm definitely going to do it more. You know... A strong reaction, positive or negative, is a strong reaction. And the kid's going to remember that. You know, and it's fucking tough to not... When you've worked all fucking day, you've driven an hour to work and an hour back, and you just want to sit down and fucking have some silence for an hour. Or just do something that you want to do for 15, 20 minutes. And that's not possible because she hasn't seen you all day and is going to be up your fucking ass to the to her elbow because she wants to cuddle or she wants to wrestle or she wants you to, to make her into an airplane or, you know, and a fucking dog pees on the linoleum and you've got to clean it up and she literally must be, she's standing so close to you, she's touching you and will not... And not doing anything, not saying anything, just being, like, just touching me. And it's like, it's so hard not to be like, Morgan, just fuck off for a few minutes, okay? But I mean, she doesn't deserve that. She's a three-year-old who misses her dad, like... You can't blame her. I'm out of the house most of the time. But, I mean, if I weren't, she wouldn't be eating. So, you know, there's that. It's tough. This fucking time of your life is tough. You know, you're not, you're broke as hell. You're not making enough money to, like, progress in life to the next stage or anything. You spend all of your free time either working or keeping the house, you know, 
so it's not a shithole or, you know, spending time with your daughter. You've got literally no time for yourself. Barely any time to spend with my wife. The time that I could budget to spend by myself, I spend with my wife because, frankly, that's more important to me. Well, it doesn't mean I don't need time by myself, but, you know, I just don't have it. Uh, Time by myself is when I get up in the morning, and that's why half the reason I get up at the ass crack of dawn is so that I have two hours to just do whatever I want to do. And granted, whatever I want to do has to include eat breakfast, get a shower, get ready for work. And um, I also just add exercise while playing a video game to that because fuck, you know, there's only so much time. God, maybe I'll ask for that for Father's Day. No, that's bullshit. I should spend time with my family for Father's Day, not alone. And people would be like, well, you know, your wife could give you some alone time, but I'm not going to accept that either because she spends all day with a super energetic, super needy, super rambunctious, super fucking defiant three-year-old. If she needs to take an hour or two and watch a show on Netflix and sit and, you know, do some crafts on her own, I'm going to let her do it. Because, goddammit, she doesn't have another time to. I've got the mornings, I've got my car rides. I spend a lot of time alone at work. Granted, it's not doing what I want to do, but it is alone time. It's quiet time. So basically, you know, I don't know. Fucking kids are hard, man. I can only imagine it gets harder if she's a fucking, like, teenager. Christ. It's gonna be no fun. I mean, it could be. Hopefully we've raised her. We'll, we'll have raised her to be a decent, tolerable kid, but, you know, I don't know. Ugh, man. I mean, hopefully, when she's a teenager, we'll have figured out fucking how to live, how to finance things, how to... Hopefully, I'll have a better job. I mean, we'll see, right? If I'm still at that track when Morgan is a teenager... God... I was going to make a suicide analogy, but that's not cool. And I mean, this isn't the worst of times. I've been more stressed out. Granted, when school starts again, I might get there. It's just, I don't know. There was a point in my life, not too long ago... Back when Asa and I were kind of in a valley. Oh, side note. I said it was our four-year anniversary on Monday. It's actually our five-year anniversary. Um, 
I was doing the my daughter's age plus one formula, but I figure forgot that on the actual anniversary until my daughter turned uh, until my daughter's birthday, it's my daughter's age plus two. So five years five years married seven. It'll be we've been dating seven in September. And since we've lived together the entire time we've been dating, I mean, it's practically like we've been married for seven. Just without the word for two of them. Which, I mean, that's all it is, just a word. Whoa there, motorcycle. If you're gonna speed, you gotta realize that people can't see you coming up in their fucking rear views. Anyway... So yeah, I was incorrect. It was not four year anniversary yesterday, it was five. It was pretty great. Didn't do much fancy, went out to a restaurant. Aeson's food wasn't done well, which is unfortunate, but I mean, what the fuck are you gonna do? Went to the mall to pay off some money on a Pokemon game, which we had pre-ordered, and uh... Then I we kind of impromptu swung into Gertrude Hawk and got her some can uh, for some chocolates for our anniversary and got me some chocolates that I'm gonna devour on Father's Day. So you know, all in all, it was pretty great. Got to spend time with the family. You know, that's what's important. Anyway, where was I? Yeah, yeah. There was a time not too long ago. Ace and I, uh, she was at a point where depression medication wasn't doing much for her, and there wasn't a whole lot of communication between the two of us. It was it was darker times than it is now. We've made a lot of strides, and I'm very happy right now. And I mean, I wasn't not happy then. I was just so stressed. And I mean, not that I'm not so stressed now, but anyway. I wasn't dealing with it well. And there was a solid three months where... I mean, I thought about suicide a lot. Obviously not enough to uh, see a doctor. But it was something that I thought about at least every day. Often. For the majority of the day. And, uh... I don't know, you know... It just seemed... I mean, I knew... I mean, I don't think I'll ever commit suicide just because... I appreciate the fact that it would wreck a lot of people's lives, you know? If I didn't have Aislinn and Morgan and was on a sim, under a similar stress level, it might have happened. But I've got people who depend on me. And I mean, granted, that feeling of having to provide for them is part of the stress that caused the suicidal thoughts, but it's also the main reason those suicidal thoughts were nothing more than that, just thoughts. I just had... So, like, you know, I wasn't making enough money. Still not, but like I said, things are better now. And, you know, school was getting tough, and work was fucking thankless and 
terrible. And at the drop of a hat, anything could set me off. And I just think about, you know what would be nice to fucking not have any of this anymore. And there there were points where suicide was really appealing. But I'm not a selfish idiot. You know? And... It wasn't to the point where I thought it was a mental disorder. Because I know that's a very serious thing. Some people get suicidal and it's for no particular reason. It's just a chemical imbalance and... You know, they just, they can't not think about it. Which, that isn't where I was. It was more of a, I don't know what, just something, a way to cope with stress, I guess. A way to be like, you know, there's one way out, but that would cause so much destruction in my life. I mean, my parents, my family, fucking wife and kid, my friends, there's no fucking way. No fucking way. Couldn't do that to them. Like I said, if I didn't have the support structure I have now, and I had the same amount of stress, I could easily see it have been a bigger concern, but it's not. But I haven't thought about that in a long time. Probably about a year now. I understand why people do, you know. And it wasn't in a, a cry for attention kind of thing either. If that's why I was in for in, I mean, people already know that most things I do is a cry for attention. So I don't need to quote unquote commit suicide. Um, I believe it was on the Mark Maron podcast. He talked to a good friend of his that had uh, survived an attempted suicide. and Apparently, talking to a police officer, it's very easy to tell from if a suicide note is left, the contents of the suicide note, whether they were committing quote-unquote suicide for attention or they really meant to do it and the basic difference was you know the suicide notes that are very poetic and talking about how the world is unfair and things like that those are majoritively for attention and yes the person might have a you know might have a serious condition but it's more look at me look at me the suicide notes that are instructions like this is where my cat is Please give it to this person. They will take care of it. This is where my car is. I would like it to go to so-and-so. Like, a suicide note that reads like a list of instructions is made by somebody who is very much thought out and intends on killing themselves for real. And it's not for attention. It's just they want it to be over. And I mean, I don't know if that little fun fact will be helpful to anyone in the future, but maybe it will. But, I didn't, you know, couldn't do it. I couldn't 
There's no fucking way. You know, if I were to somehow lose everything, lose everything that keeps me going, maybe. But I don't see that happening. I worked very hard to have the things I have, and it's not a lot. And granted, it's not enough sometimes. But fucking, I work for it. And I'm working to get more. And I'm not going to throw that shit away and destroy countless people's lives because I couldn't take it. No, I'm not going to quit on life. It's bullshit. Oh, man. I don't know how I got here. I had a decent day. I'm just busy. I'm for my fucking brain taking me into a dark place. Maybe I'm just really hungry. I don't fucking know. Depression's a weird thing. I don't think I have a clinical disorder. I worry about it sometimes. Because, I mean, God. Just get into such a dark place sometimes. But I don't, like... I don't have the lethargy that is pretty common with clinical depression. And, I mean... I don't have the lack of will to do things. So I think it just, you know, I get sad. Which everybody does. Ugh. I wonder why you get sad for no reason, you know? What was the fucking evolutionary benefit of that? Maybe to keep people on their toes, you know? Don't want people happy all the time. They won't be washing their backs. This seems like a down note to end the episode on. I mean, I'm not home, but I kind of out of stuff to say about that. I know it's tough to seek help when you're thinking about suicide, because people are either going to give you shit for it, like, how dare you? How would you even consider that? That's so selfish. Or they're going to get, like, a little too concerned and they oh my god oh my god are you going to see a doctor oh my god call me anytime and I mean yes that's great I love them for that but I don't know it's not just not I don't know what the fuck I needed I think the thing that really one of the big steps I found that that happened when Uh, the one of the thing, big things that got me out of it was listening to the podcast Penn Sunday School and they talked about suicide and how, and Penn went on a long bit about how suicide is very much a brain malfunction. It is not like how people are just compelled to do it and the one thing that really helped me see that it was just 
this weird malfunction my brain was having and I should just fucking drop it was the fact that people who commit suicide and fail and survive say the example they used was pick up a gun put it to their head pull the trigger and for some reason it doesn't fire they have reported that they feel absolutely no sense of relief it's not like you know the world is saying that I should live they feel exactly the same and they go back to just watching fucking TV after that and it doesn't make them more likely to try again or less likely it has no effect and that just makes me think that like there's just something wrong that you know trying to end your life and not succeeding would not affect you in any way especially especially if it was something serendipitous like a bullet not going off like and granted Penn put this much more eloquently than I am but there's just something about the fact that like this is a malfunction this is a symptom of something and I mean for me it was a symptom of the super high stress I was under and I'm still very much under that but my support structure is stronger right now and uh I don't have that issue anymore I just don't know such a weird thing never I was going to say I've never personally known someone who committed suicide but that's a lie but there was a guy I went to high school with he was a total douchebag but I mean he didn't deserve to die you know I was perfectly happy having graduated high school and never seen from him again apparently he committed suicide and there was a my great uncle Pete, I believe, committed suicide, but I believe he was wheelchair bound and on oxygen, and I think that was his own form of euthanasia. I mean, granted, a shotgun, while well, that's gonna do the job, come on, you've got family, they gotta, you know, walk in on that. They've got to. That's just, I don't know. I only met Pete a couple times and only when I was really little. The only way I found out that he killed himself was I had told a story that I had heard about a former teacher at our school killing themselves with a shotgun. And my dad, kind of a bit of non sequitur, was just like, well, I guess it wouldn't be non sequitur because it was directly related to the conversation we were having. But out of the blue, it was just like, shotgun. That's the way to do it. And I was just like, what the fuck, Dad? 
dude, what the fuck? Like, that's pretty super, that's pretty morbid. And he's like, well, apparently somebody in uh, one of our surrounding neighbor's houses back when dad was a kid attempted to commit suicide by shooting himself in the head. What he did, though, was he shot himself in the head with a twenty-two caliber pistol. And, um, I don't know a lot about guns, but I know that twenty-two is not terribly lethal. It's, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna suck a lot. It's gonna be being shot. But, you know, it's basically the step up from a BB gun. And, uh, so what happened was... He basically lobotomized himself with a gun and then walked around his house for two hours aimlessly until he bled out. And, uh, with that story out of fucking nowhere as we're, like, driving to church or whatever it is, I was just like, shit. That's some real fucking shit right there. God damn it. can't even imagine, you know? Especially to find him. There must have been blood all over the house. The shit he could have fucking... The shit he was doing while just having, you know, his brain be scrambled. Who fucking knows? I don't envy the family that found him. So, I mean, that's how I found out Uncle Pete used a shotgun because he was like, that's how to do it. Shotgun in the mouth, like your Uncle Pete. I was like, one, I don't even think I had realized Uncle Pete had died. I mean, granted, I hadn't seen him in years, so... And he was really old, so that's a pretty safe assumption. Like, my close family is very close, but once you get past, like, grandparents and cousins and uncles and aunts, we barely, like, my, both sides of my family barely speak to each other. I don't think it's out of spite. I think it's just out of, like, fucking pure Germanness. It's just not a necessity. So why do it? I don't know. Man. So this is what I talk about when I have nothing to talk about? Fucking A. Didn't mean to bum everybody out. You're having thoughts of thoughts of suicide. Remember that, you know, no matter how hopeless it feels, they're you're gonna fuck up way more lives by killing yourself than by existing. And it's a very selfish act. It is if anything, the most selfish act. Talk to people, you know? Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk to a doctor if it's serious. How do you know it's serious? I don't know. Maybe if it's to a point where you can't stop thinking about it. I came very close to seeing a doctor, but I didn't. Had it gotten any worse, I probably would have. 
granted, I'm not an expert on any of this. Maybe I needed to see a doctor. Maybe I'm just a fucking whiner. Got stressed out and sad. I don't know. There are days I'd believe both. I think I'm gonna get a hug from my wife and daughter. That sounds like what I need right now. Those two keep me going, I tell you what. I'm a, when I'm bummed out, those two keep me going. Oh, I should get you a picture. Hilarious. I hope you guys enjoyed that picture. Hmm. Hopefully I, I will not be such a fucking bummer on Monday. Hmm. Have a good one, guys. Don't commit suicide. See you Monday.